All right, welcome to Equal Time Soccer. We are here for the sequel of <laughs> Gabby Cesaroni, Sophia Romine. It feels like forever ago that you all were here as incoming transfers, probably because it was almost a year ago now, so it, it, it was a while ago. But welcome, Gabby and Sophia. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. I also love that we're doing the movie poster thing where the names on the screen are the opposite of where you all are sitting. And so we're doing yeah. the thing where it flips the names. And I, I like that. That's that's some nice art. That was a choice we made as a group, everybody. That was a choice. All right. Well, this first I want to jump in. I hinted at, you know, you all you all committed. You got announced. We had you on a show, I think, in maybe December or January in the winter. Um before you had trained, before you had come in, certainly before you had played a fall season. And so I'm curious, you know, from what you experienced before you had ever been part of the team and then to the spring, I'm sure was one layer of like, oh, this is what this group is like. This is what playing for Aaron is like. And then you've had this whole other jump. I'm curious first, talk about sort of that spring experience because spring is really kooky. Like their players are injured, players are out. You barely play full-sided. Then you go on the road and play in like Kansas and these random places. So Sophia, let's start with you because I think you'd maybe had a little more familiarity with Minnesota just having played them or being in the Big Ten or whatever. From from sort of what you expected then to the spring season, what was that sort of um, difference of expectation like or what was that experience like of – actually experiencing being part of the team yeah well I never had like experienced a real like spring like off season mm -hmm. with COVID and my age but so I didn't really know what to expect exactly I kind of just had like an open mind to it um but yeah, I think the team was just very great with welcoming us in and I it didn't really feel like we were newcomers like it felt really quick that we were just blended in and stuff but mm -hmm. yeah I think just figuring out like soccer wise um like personnel, figuring that out with um, like what we we're going to do. And I think just, yeah, taking it game by game, practice by practice and just getting better. And um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. How much, how, like how confident do you get from that spring then of like how much, if you start at sort of full unknown of like, okay, no real idea what my role will be. No, no true idea of like how I'll fit do you get like 20% of the way to confidence? Do you get like half of the way? Like how, how far along that spectrum do you get after just the spring? Like transitioning into the fall then? Yeah, like, like of like feeling like, oh, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know. Yeah, I well, summer and the fall season is way different than spring. But yeah, you definitely um, like getting to play with everyone and actually playing games um, mm -hmm. like under Aaron, Allie, Maya, and Tara and mm -hmm. playing with the team like you get that feel of what your role is and what you should, you know, what right. they're expecting of you um, and how you can play a role. So I think that that helps with the confidence, but again, it's a whole different level in the summer and the fall. And I think right. um, it definitely builds confidence, but again, yeah. it's not Gab the same. Gabby coming from a D three, you know, into a big 10 team, were you just expecting like overpriced rivers of milk and honey? Like, were you just expecting like extravagant budget overspends or what was the, how did your experience match your expectation um, coming in in the winter for the spring? Um, yeah. I mean, I think it matched my expectation pretty closely just because I'm familiar with a lot of my friends and people that, you know, went D1 right away. Um, you had, you probably had an entire spreadsheet of all the information you'd found via research, right? You'd, <laughs> you'd already found out every single aspect of how the athletic department works and every service offered to students. You were like, oh, I knew about this from my research. Um, maybe not that much research was done, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, the the expectation, I think, regardless of the division level, is the spring is a time for learning and building. So I think in that regards, it was kind of what I expected. Obviously, some of the details are a little bit different. Obviously, at the D3 level, you don't get those couple of games. Um, you might get a scrimmage in. So mm -hmm. you get to be on the ball a lot more in the spring um, at the D1 level. So that, like you said before, just was a really good time to build confidence and really build that chemistry with the girls on the field. Yeah. And Sophia, when you actually made that jump into the spring, you mentioned, you know, spring is is not the same as like getting into a fall season. What have been some of those things that are the biggest differences or things maybe you couldn't have expected or really just objectively you don't know till you're in it? What have been some of those biggest pieces in the fall that you've had to grapple with of Oh yeah, here we go. Like this is the this is the big time. I mean, you've played in the Big Ten before. That's not shocking. But what were some of the things that were those big differences from the spring to fall? Well, yeah, spring is 
figuring it out. And then um, fall, it's like, it has to be figured out. There's only so many games we have. And again, you do learn still in the fall, you grow as a team, but mm-hmm. every game matters and every game is so important. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that was the biggest difference is spring is just the games don't count, even though they are still important. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they all count in the, in the fall. Yeah. And are there any differences that you felt being in the games uh, in this stint than versus when you were at Wisconsin? Like, has there been any difference of, oh, I have a certain level of comfort that's different or, oh, I now I try to do more because now I'm confident in this part of my game. Like, is there any sort of difference in your mindset now that you've been through a little bit of the, the college grind? Yeah, I think confidence is um, still still gets here and there, but definitely that's the biggest difference I have from Wisconsin is the confidence um and that goes credit to the coaches the team and just like um yeah definitely like Gabby said like more time on the ball I'd say Mm -hmm. um like in the spring and transitioning into that that helped a lot um coming into the fall here Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah I think confidence would be the biggest thing yeah and and Gabby for you that back line I I very um in a positive way describe you all as old as hell you know three Mm -hmm. three fifth year players the young person (laughs) on the back line Mm -hmm. is either Abby Franson or I guess sometimes it's you know E back there as a sophomore but just in general you all are as I said in a positive way very old and so I you know for you um what's it been like sort of adapting this fall in terms of coming in as a veteran presence and then the team had so many struggles not just on the back line but so many struggles closing out some of those games what's it been like as a veteran just to try and like get people to like collectively click in or somehow somehow as a group of 18 we need to focus more you know whatever that means like me as an outsider saying like yeah let's focus more but what's what's that been like of trying to move from you know playing a great 60 minutes or a great 40 minutes or a great you know 70 minutes and then just lock trying to lock in those results um for you as someone coming in with you know a lot of games under your belt yeah i mean obviously it helps when you come in with um, a lot of games on your belt regardless you start to see you know all the ways that games can end and season can end um, when you play a couple seasons already but um, I think honestly this goes to any team but the more and more games you have like we said the more confidence you have and I think right. for us it was just realizing as a team that you know we can hang with any of the top teams we can beat right. any of the top teams and it's those details at the end that matter. And I think once we started to gain that confidence, it started Mm -hmm. to click more for us when we were like, we, you know, can compete with them. It's, you know, not good enough just to say we stepped on the field with them, but really go toe to toe with them and, you know, try to get three points out of those games. So I think we've kind of made that adjustment as a group. And I think it's been really helpful for us to kind of see those games out. Yeah, it's it seems so simple to say like, well, we've been gaining confidence. We're playing more confident. But it's if you've been a player, you know the difference it is going to a game with uncertainty versus going in. And even if it's borderline like reckless confidence, like I in my last written piece, I was like, hey, my only really dumb advice is like, get crazy. Who's picking you to get a result against Rutgers? Like get nuts, like try some stuff. Because it in a way, there's some freedom to that too of, like, you know, no no on-paper model would pick Minnesota to get a result against Rutgers, but someone like me who's seen the Gophers over the years knows that's in the program's DNA to go in and, like, ruin Rutgers Thursday night, you know? And so it's it's fun to see when when the Gophers are playing confident. That's an absolute blast. And sp- speaking of, of confidence, Sophia, I have loved getting to see you at the tip of the spear in the, in the center of the front line. I think maybe if people are remembering like super detailed memories, I, I believe, and this could be wrong. I believe when you were playing for the Badgers against Minnesota, we largely saw you outside sort of in that wing role. We, we saw you start in roles like that Um, in moments. I think in moments in the spring, we also saw you out there, but then, I know the coaching staff and everyone associated with with the program kept telling me that you're such a dribbler. Like they kept using the word dribbler about you. And so it gave me the sense that they wanted to play you central and see what you could do. And so you've played a little bit wide at times. You've played as sort of that central attacking midfielder. And then it's been really fun to see you get those moments, like pushing the almost like the the front line as a, a center attacker. Talk about just what those different roles have brought out of you or challenged you to do or sort of, what you know what's been fun about them but also what the challenges are of you trying to play different places yeah i think the biggest thing would be um like discipline 
think defensively, like as an outside role, you have different like mm-hmm. roles to play defensively, offensively, and then figuring out that shift when you're in the midfield, it's a whole different role. You have different players around you. You're playing against different players. Um, right. so you have to figure that out, be disciplined. And then um, just trying to be like free. I think also trying to figure that out. Um, and that's where like the dribbling part comes in. I think just trying to do that more. Um, and then, yeah, just have that like attacking mindset when we do have the ball and again, still being disciplined, but trying to get forward and get numbers ahead. I think that's where it, my mindset kind of comes in with that. Yeah. And people who either listen to the broadcast or, or read my stuff are sick of me talking about the press, but they, they know that I'm obsessed with when the team gets into a press, even if it's like, can I deciding to be a one person press or you decide to yeah. be a one person press, even <laughs> that I'm like, all right, let's go. And so I, I'm curious from your perspective, because I don't think the team for the last several years has run sort of like a true and or comprehensive and or all the time press, but it does feel like there are elements where you all are unleashed to play that individually, or maybe the team as a whole plays a little bit higher. And so there's like, there's sort of elements of a press being at least, I don't want to say allowed, but like encouraged or available to you. When you're playing in sort of, you know, that central attacking role or that wide roller up front, are there different sort of um, cues you're supposed to be taking? You know, are you all as attackers queuing off if one defender goes into yeah. a pressing mindset, then are the rest of you meant to yeah. off and follow? Talk yeah. about sort of that sequence of um, when am I released? When am I supposed to follow? Do I need to key off self? Do I need to key yeah. off Kevin? You know, what's, yeah. the, what's the vibe for you up there? Yeah, well, the uh, communication part is definitely important from like midfielders to forwards and whatnot. But if the forwards do go, like then everyone mm-hmm. has to go. You can't, right. you know what I mean? That's the biggest mm-hmm. cue to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously like, like we were talking about with Kenna, she's just so good at like reading that. They might have a touch or if you can just kind of read that in your head, like that sense of they're going, they're going. And then the rest of us, right. we just got to go, you know? So, right. yeah, it's not like a, I don't know. I think we just kind of figure right. out those moments as they go, but. Right. Yeah. It's that if, if that front line releases, it's incumbent on the rest of the lines to follow. Otherwise you're opening yeah. up a crap load of right. space. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It, yeah, Kenna, I like to think if I was a defender and Kenna was running at me, it's like if you have like a middle linebacker coming at you, like she's so strong yeah. and fast and you're like, yeah. chill, very yeah, cool. Yeah, and then all of us are just like, okay, let's go. We <laughs> <You> just follow. <laughs> there, ha- there have been moments when there is what I would deem to be like a full Havoc D lineup out there. Like when it's, there's times where it was like you, Sadie Harper, Obviously, Sophia Bowman is 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 almost always out there. Meg Gray was out there. There was like a full Havoc D, like small ball, like pester unit at mm-hmm. one point. And I was like, oh, this is my dream. Like, this is everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. And mm-hmm. uh, Gabby, I also have some nerdy questions for you. Don't worry. I So this year, one thing that's super noticeable for folks who have watched the team before, um, especially after last year, is the the way the team is using free kicks and resets has been has been very very different so up until maybe like three games ago there was almost a militant discipline of like quick reset quick reset quick reset like the moment the whistle is blown and you are allowed to you restart play you try and jump start it all of those things and it's been interesting for me um to see that tactic because both delaney last year and you this year also have shown an ability to serve a a nice long ball when you're given the chance to reset. So I know there's that tension there of, can you catch the opponent off guard and just like find a gap? And then there's also the tension of, Ooh, I could serve this sweet long ball. Like I could get it right into the box. So talk about sort of what the, but that has, and I should say that has changed a bit over the last few games. There's been moments where you pick and choose and you do do a hard reset. Um, and I will also say you can add into your answer. I've also been surprised that they have you take some long free kicks because you so clearly are also the best aerial threat. And I'm like, have Laney serve that up, man. Get Gabby down there. So talk a little bit about sort of what the thinking is on not only free kicks, but throw-ins and, and all those quick resets. Cause obviously there's a lot of tension to all those options. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do like what point in the game are we? What's the score? Mm-hmm. Um, that's obviously going to dictate it a lot. Obviously, you know, if we're up one and there's not right. much time left, there's no there's no point to try to do a quick restart. Like, right. try to wind down the clock. Um, but it's also just reading the play in front of you, too. If we're kind of deep in our end or barely in their end, 
it's right. one of those things where you'd rather err on the side of caution and, you know, find feet or, you know, have me or Lainey take the service there. Right. Um, so again, it's really reading what the game is giving us, what the other team's giving us, and then also what our players are giving us. Um, I know sometimes when I'm on the ball, if, you know, I have like Bowman or Rowe right in front of me who I know like right. being right. on the ball, I'm more inclined to do a quick play to them. Um, Rather right. than, you know, and they're already running up the field, then, you know, maybe we take a second regroup and then do a longer mm -hmm. kick. Yeah. Is it, I guess my follow-up question is, is it really hard to be so good at long ball service and so good at headers? Is that really hard for you? <laughs> um, no, I, like, not really. I just kind of, kind of go where where i need to go but um, I, you're a, you're a trooper for actually asking that really dumb joke you're like you're a, you're a pro for really answering that that's great and i <laughs> i think i do think it it's been interesting to see when the quick, quick resets you know i'm i there's a lot of players on this year's squad and the historical like gopher squads who are so good on the run you know like sophia you can you can dribble in tight spaces better than you know a lot of the other attackers we've seen and it's just a unique skill of yours but you also are great on the run bowman's great on the run so many players are great when there's just a little bit more space and a little bit downward momentum and then you just start it has that counter-attack vibe and so i i definitely get the quick reset almost can provide little drips of that like little elements of wait let's just get on the run let's just find some space let's just mess these mess these defenders up so it is it is a funny tension there for sure and um, Gabby, my other really dumb question, but slightly more real for you is, are you are you embarrassed that you had to score an, a corner kick goal with your foot? Are you embarrassed that you had to break your streak? Not embarrassed, but I just remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm putting my foot on this. Like, I, it can't go over. That's all I thought. Like, it, it has to be on frame. So I was like, as Aaron says, little swing. So I was like, you know, I just got to put my foot on it. <laughs> You're like, otherwise everyone's going to give me shit for just being a defender who only has a head. Oh no. <laughs> You're, we do need to drop. I mentioned before we started recording, there was a stat that we had to drop in here. It is very necessary to drop in. People need to know it. The people need to know. The top game-winning goal scorer in the Big Ten, it's tied, but we're going to pretend it's a solo winner, is Gabby Cesaroni. Give a shout out to... The stone cold killer herself so wow. shout out let's just let's just remember the scoring prowess like give these defenders their chops get you know they they, they have they have the juice up there and gabby i'm sure i'm sure i've asked you about this in a post-game interview but let's pretend that people didn't watch those have you always enjoyed being sort of a go up the field on set pieces type center back? I mean, a lot of center backs serve that role as like a big giant towering presence. You serve it as more of like an athletic, agile sort of aerial threat that can punch that ball. Have you always played that kind of role? Um, yeah, for the most part, I, I have other than maybe like my my freshman year in mm -hmm. college, just because we had a lot of attacking players that were really good in the air. Mm -hmm. um but yeah like I said in our in our previous discussions is that any chance a defender can get in front of the net like you you take it <laughs> go get some glory go find some glory for yourself yeah it was I can't remember who the announcer was it might have been Rutgers or someone else said Minnesota is so dangerous on this corner kicks they're so lethal and I was thinking like well as a percentage that's not really true you all take like the 10th most corners in the whole country and so like as a percentage of corners they aren't that lethal but this year you almost single-handedly have made them lethal which is it's it's not crazy to say like five six goals like off of corners from one player is sort of absurd like it's sort of like crazy town so it is super fun um and i'll i'll take a quick break of just blindly praising gabby uh to let folks know that this show is brought to you by pence homes whether you're buying or selling a home or just looking to do some projects in your home nate and lydia with pence homes can help you find what you need financing for a basement remodel, looking to add a second bath or a workspace now that you're working from home Pence Homes and their preferred lender, Angie Shear, with Luminate Financing can help you find the financing tool you need. So all the moms watching this show, if you're doing remodels, reach out to me. Obviously, I know our viewers are almost entirely moms. Reach out, go to <laughs> pencehomes.com, learn more, find them on social media at Pence Homes. Big, big shout out. So I guess I should ask too, Sophia and Gabby, we're, we're getting into the last regular season game tomorrow. Will your moms be at the show tomorrow? 
or the game tomorrow? Mine will. Mine will not. Nope. <laughs> Sophia, have I missed your mom at a previous game? My mom's been to a lot of games. My parents have been to a lot of games. Yeah. Okay. So we're, what we're going to have to hope for is you all will, lo- obviously, you all will lock in the Big Ten tournament bid. That's, mm-hmm. that's a given, of course. Mm-hmm. I can jinx it right now. And you will then win that opening game. So mm-hmm. you're likely to be on the road. You'll get the upset, obviously. Then you will play in the semis at Columbus, and that'll be a closer trip, Sophia, for your parents. Yeah. And I'll go to that game, and that is when I will interview okay. your mom. Yeah, my parents have already discussed that whole plan. Exactly. Well, <laughs> so I've been, on the same page as you. I've been texting with them. I've yeah. been <laughs> it sounds like it. And, and, and Gabby... This is my commitment. I will I will go find your mom and she will be featured on what do the moms think. Uh, oh gosh. <laughs> that is a commitment. So Gabby's mom, come find me. This is what I look like. I, I will go out to the parking lot. I will try to find you. You try to find me. That's a commitment. Okay. Now we are going to get into even more serious topics. First up, road trips. We are going to jump right into this. I need, let's start broad. I'm very curious. You all have been in the college game a while. You've done a lot of road trips. I'm curious, what is your strategy? What's your plan of attack for like the mix of homework demands, but also what what places you need to try food? You're in new places, actually having fun while the logistics of traveling is occurring to you. Let's dig into this. I mean, let's, so let's, and also do you have a go-to roommate? Like someone you always room with? Let's, let's dig into this. Uh, Sophia, you go first because I was making Gabby talk for about 10 minutes. Gabby's my roommate. <laughs> Whoa. We're, we're is, roommates for the this road. This is great. Yeah. This, so, was this like, so was this kind of like a they made the new transfers like room together thing? Was this like At a, first they, we weren't together. At first we weren't. Yeah, and then, then after the first trip and then we were. Big tens, yeah, we've been together. Okay. So what was the, what made that happen? What was the click into place? Probably to, for me to make sure that Roe showed up on time. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Actually, yeah. Roe, we can't <laughs> afford to not have you at games. <laughs> she keeps me in check. But okay. yeah, like homework and stuff like that, personally, I don't do on game days. Mm-hmm. Um, or the day before right. or the day after. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, more on the road. Like I'll get my work done, but I try to just get it done to not worry about it. I don't want right. to do it. Um, and then we have fun. We always have fun, even when we're like, I, I don't know. I think we just always have fun together. And whether it's a small group, we're all together. We just enjoy those times on road trips. And I think it's fun. And those are times to enjoy together, like dinners and stuff like that. Road right. trips, and, you know, um, just make the most of those times together. It sounds like Gabby's big sister and you. Gabby, have you had big sister vibes even from when you were like five? Like you seem like maybe that type of a person. Yeah, um, maybe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> So what's the, so what, I mean, what's the, what's some of these road trips are kind of specific. Like some of them are clean and easy. You fly into a place. College is pretty close. Other ones are weird as hell. This year you didn't have to go to like college station and all these bizarro places. Although you do have to go to Illinois again. And I know champagne is like specific as hell to get to. Um, And, and Gabby, we won't make all the people here about our d3 road trips you and i both took we're, we're going to save everyone of what the busing trips that you and i've been on so we'll stick to only go for road trips but talk about our you know do you when you're going to a spot do you like is there like a group text where you're finding cool spots to go to or are you finding restaurants of like oh i heard of this spot we got to go here like does how much is it sort of whole group giant bizarro 26 person crew vibes versus <laughs> Let's just chill and and divvy this out. I mean, for the most part, um, SJ is on top of that right. much in advance. So yeah. all of our food places are are picked out ahead of time. Um, okay. Unless maybe there's like a lot of small places right around. And then she'll right. kind of ask you like, here's a few options. Um, right. But we usually have our, all our meals together. Um, right. And all of that is is situated ahead of time. Or we'll get uh, like coffee together, whatnot. Right. But yeah, right. like meals and all that is all planned together from mm-hmm. it's so what's the if it's if it's a bus ride pure bus trip no flight you're all bus let's let's pretend it's like the longest bus ride you have to have what's the setup are you doing is it all still separate individual small group whatever's do you do full bus movie like middle school style what's the what's the vibe on the bus it's <laughs> freshman like for actual seating like it's right. it goes 
like age, whatever. And then yeah. for volume, it's loud yeah. in the middle, in the front, yeah. quiet in the back. Yeah. As okay. you get to the older kids, yeah. so yeah. Okay, so like everyone's talking and hanging out, and then spurts of just silence. Okay, so in the middle, obviously, <laughs> flash goes in the middle, and then who else? Who else loud? Who else are the loud folks in the middle? Kaya. <laughs> Yeah, of yeah. course. Also, Bo Bowman, Bowman and Sophia are yeah, also yeah. loud as well. But yeah. wait, but you you and Bowman are loud. This is like I, these things I just can't predict. This is why I ask the questions. Like it's uh, I'll have I'll have you and Bowman on shows, and you're just like super super low key, like super yeah. chill, and you just save all your high key vibes for the bus. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's well. That's a good. That's a good move. That's true. Yeah. You know. You know. All the pro teams are scouting you right now. They're watching mm -hmm. this, of course, so that you need to. Put on good <laughs> well, that and I am curious too. This year, you've had a couple of really specific road trips where it's like a split weekend, like home game, road game, and that's. I think there's been at least two of those this year, and now there's going to be a third. I don't. I don't remember that being super, super common other years. I don't know if that's really kooky to you guys or just normal, but what have been some of the either, either like the coolest road trip, like you get to do the coolest thing or the weirdest road trip for sort of just the bizarre logistics of having to like make a weird trip. What road trips? I don't know. It's like, I mean, I'd say the most fun was probably Texas. That was, yeah. Because it was a road trip, but yeah. I was thinking Texas too. Texas was the funnest. That was just a long a yeah. long trip and we did a lot of fun things there before um, before classes started right too yeah, yeah before classes exactly yeah but road trip wise like the one we just had it's yeah it's i guess that's the one well, yeah as it as it turns out tying rutgers and then getting a road win that road trip will be pretty damn fun <laughs> yeah that road trip yeah that road trip was fun that one was a fun one because we just yeah yeah we were excited nice and, and another very technical soccer based topic i'm very curious about is you two are vets. I constantly am watching games where there are random, very young people on the field near the team. These are recruits. I have no idea who they are. They're always teenagers. They're always hanging out. But your job on these trips, I'm sure, is like part teammate, part salesperson, part example setter, part whatever. There's a lot of responsibility that I am putting on you when these recruit visits happen. I am curious for both of you, what is your go-to vibe of when, a, when it's a recruit visit of like, what is your style of, of selling? Are you like me, like a bullshit used car salesman vibe? Are you more of like a very polite, uh, you know, academic, uh, do your research Gabby vibe? Are you a like cool admissions counselor who's a junior vibe, Sophia? What's the, what's the, what's the vibe of how you handle those trips and how much of, your style as a seller is based on those recruiting trips you took maybe as a player. I was saying it's hard for me because I'm like so much older that I'm would be opposite of Gabby, whatever Gabby is. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. We'll dive in, dive in, give me some specifics. Let's let's hear some of this. I mean, I guess for me, I don't usually spend um, a lot of the free time. They'll usually be paired up with a younger Player, right, like, a, like, like closer player, in age, like a player they might end up being teammates with. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I usually will see them kind of on team like functions, practice, or if we're having a meal or something. Um, right. And then at, at that point, I usually impart on some elderly wisdom. Right. Um, right. You're like, you're like, work on your resume. Okay. I get prepared for grad school. Um, and they're like, who was that assistant coach? <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I try to take more of the instead of selling Minnesota, trying right. to more so give them advice on just what they should consider at large. Um, right. And I think that's tended to that was what I appreciated when I was a kid that age. Um, right. I liked not being sold a school, but rather kind of right. given, you know, the the research and then. Right. Um, just kind of finding out what was the best fit for me because sometimes Minnesota is not the best fit. And right. I think ultimately you want those recruits to end up at the best possible school for them, wherever that right. might be. Well, yeah. and even, even for the program's sake of like, if a player isn't going to be a good fit, it's, it's best for both the player and the program for that to settle. And actually both of you are great examples of this, having been at multiple institutions of right. getting a yeah. taste of, how different programs run. And, and obviously I'm a complete broken record where I've very much tried to normalize the idea that like 
transferring should not be shocking to people. It should be like fairly normal. And frankly, if maybe more honest upfront conversations happened, it wouldn't like there would maybe be less of a, a need for it too. So Sophia, you mentioned the opposite. So I, okay, maybe I'm not as opposite as I thought, but she mentioned uh, well well, she mentioned being very thoughtful and giving advice and how to think through things. Then I'm assuming you're the one like bringing the keg and you're like, okay, so I am delivering the party. She's only 20. Well, you could I, Sophia has a guy. Sophia has a keg guy, obviously. Obviously. So, no, so um, well, yeah, yeah, no, I, I would say it's the same. Like I since I have transferred, I do like like Mm -hmm. kind of think about you know I've been on different right. sides of right. it so that's definitely like asking those questions and um I don't know yeah just like Gabby said I think like having that advice of just not like everyone's different so like I can't right. say that you know nothing's right or wrong everyone's experience is different so I think emphasizing that right. but just um I don't know wherever it's the right fit if you feel happy there even if you know like besides soccer athletics like right. who's you know what I mean like there's so many places. Right. Um, so I think right. just, yeah. I'm super, I'm super curious too. What do the recruits even ask you? So like, what do they even ask? Because frankly, every time I have a player on and I think what a recruit may have asked when they're on a visit, I mean, aside from like what academic programs do you have, what's the team culture, like very standard, like the first 10 expected questions. Then when I think about stuff that the recruit would have cared about, as someone who is not a high level athlete, it's never accurate. And so I'm always super interested, like, what do they even ask you? Like not, because obviously you all theoretically could be like a different source of information than the coaches. Do they try to like gut check stuff they get from the coaches? Like, do they try to say, hey, is, what's Erin really like? Because she seems like this, like what she like, you know, day to day. No, no, one's ever, no one's ever asked me like, what is like, I think, we, they already, we already like say enough good things like right. about the staff and about the score. It's like, they don't right. like question that. Right. Um, but no, there's not like a split. I think more just like, it's just like a combination like of a, like, like we'll ask or we'll like ask questions and we'll like ask it back or something or like, right. do you like it here? Or like those simple basic questions, but. Do, do they like, ever ask you about soccer stuff? Do they ever ask you about like, Hey, what's, what do you, what do they ask you to do? What's the system? Do they ever ask you soccer stuff? Personally, personally, no, I've never had that question, but I feel like, yeah, like definitely. Like, yeah. Like, I think it's more so along the lines of like, so, you know, what does it look like, you know, when you come in, yeah, what's right. the summer like? Yeah. Um, right. I mean, when you're that age, like looking back, I laugh at like some of the questions I asked. Yeah. And I was or like, I, that I didn't ask, like, how did I not think of asking like a huge question? Yeah. But, like, thought of this. Well, wait, wait, wait a second. Now you have to name what those questions would be. What were those questions? I was thinking like about like, like questions that now like that i've been through it like some stuff that i would ask like about that like coming in the summer like um right. like culture i think would be right. a huge thing as well like asking about that instead of just like do you like it here i mean i, right. I, mean, I think as a recruit most people are going to say yes right I think, or, <laughs> you know that's and, would, and when you say culture do you mean stuff like sort of um uh the team is sold as being like a whatever like we're all we're like a family blah 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 like, is it stuff like, has that been what it feels like? Or is it more competitive than that? Is it stuff like that or more precise, like things that I just wouldn't, you know, be a to Um, I don't, I guess maybe depends. like, yeah. And like what, like the coaches emphasize on team culture. I think right. that's a big thing too, because we look up right. to our coaches. So I think like, that's a big thing. Do they really right. care about that? Or what specific things maybe do you guys do to like, like outside of soccer? Right. Because um, like in Minnesota, we're, we hang out a lot. We're together a lot. And then like at Wisconsin, when I was at Wisconsin, it like we weren't together as much like outside right. of soccer. So like that difference. Is right. Just a different, a different like vibe. Inside yeah. Of it, yeah. And I, I think too, it's, it's really funny because you mentioned like what current player is going to, if someone says, do you like it? What current player would be like, it kind of sucks. Like actually this fall has been pretty brutal. Uh, <laughs> I haven't had the role I wanted and I thought I'd be playing more on the right. Turns out they're playing me in the back. Oh, it's been so like, no, also just like as a human, like no one's going to say it. Too. Right. Right. But I, I do think the one thing I will say, and obviously um, I mentioned moms are our top audience. The second audience, uh, biggest audience is obviously recruits. They obviously watch the show a lot. So speaking directly to them, obviously a lot of 16 year olds are watching the show. Um, I, I will say that the really funny thing in the Aaron Chastain era has been 
um, the chatter like before shows start, after shows end, when I talk to parents, when I talk to players off the record, like the conversation about Aaron and the staff is is so positive. If anything, like the on the record comments like undersell how positive the conversation is, which is so funny because you think if it's positive, like it'd be the opposite of the really shiny stuff is public and then the like the grayer stuff is the middle. If anything. Aaron and the staff are so well regarded that it's the opposite that the the public on the record comments almost undersell how well regarded she gets. Right. So that's also that's also great. So props to yeah. you, Aaron. You're you're getting a lot of love. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure Aaron's also watching. She is a mother, so she probably is watching. Mother. <laughs> and we are we are going to get into um, our most serious topics now at the end. First one is. We are going. We talked about the coaching staff, gave them a bunch of praise. Now it's time to really get into what we think of their athletic talents. Gabby and Sophia, we are diving in. Coaching staff athleticism is about to be quizzed. Both of you have to make very important uh, decisions here. So we're going to start with what I would view as least of all sports, which would be golf. Let's so let's say that they are competing in golf. If you had to rank, and we we will just rank Aaron. Maya, um, Tara, and then uh, so we will only list the four act, the four listed coaches. None of the support staff, so SJ is not included. Okay. We, will not, we will not include Corey. Corey and SJ get enough love in our Twitter thread. So, so Aaron, Maya, Ali, Tara will be the four. So, if if we had to play nine holes, eighteen holes, I don't care. Golf is stupid. If they had to play golf. Who do you, how would you rank those four? And Gabby, you have to go first because you are um, so old. Okay. I feel pretty confident. Yeah, I have mine too. So the oh. first one I'm going to say is Aaron's number one. My okay. reasoning is because her husband plays mm. a lot of golf. I know that. Of course he does. He's a, he's a white dude. So of course he does. Exactly. So I, I know that he plays a lot of golf. So by association, I'm going to give it to Aaron being number one. Okay. And I think she could maybe be okay with messing up a few times. Smart political move, by the way, because she does decide to line up. So smart political move on your part. Yeah, yeah. Um, number two, I'm putting hmm, two and three are where I'm not sure. Well, well, list four first then. Let's shit on somebody. Let's get crazy. Um, Number four, I'm thinking it would be, it would be Allie. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I think she would mess up. Okay. I said, be like, I don't even like doing this. I want to take my shoes off and walk around barefoot. It's yeah. She's like, I'm going to go chill in the sand trap. Y'all can do whatever you want. Exactly. She wanted, she was interested in it though. But that doesn't mean she's good right now. Right. But she has, she has goals. Yeah. And then, okay. And then two, I'm going to say Tara because hand-eye coordination, competitive, Mm. however, I do think if she messed up, she'd get really frustrated and want to throw the club. But I don't I, yeah. think she. I think she would refrain. I could. See, I could see Tara in non-keeping athletics as being someone yeah. who just swings as hard as she can at all times. Yeah, I'm but I think boy. Maya might do that too. Yeah, I think that's why Maya's third. Maya's just trying to like hit too a thing. Too much. Like, and, that makes sense. And too much arms. Too strong. It's leg day for sure. So yeah. <laughs> she just, she just got any anyone who follows Maya knows that she's got the guns. She's, she does. So yeah. she has the power, but I don't know if she has the discipline. Right. Get uh Sophia, what differences would you would you think? Oh, I hope I hope Aaron's not watching this. <laughs> Aaron's my Aaron. fourth. Okay. Aaron's my fourth. I Guess what? Guess what, Gabby? Sophia is way braver than you. Because Chad golfs, yeah, her husband golfs, but right. she, I remember her saying she just doesn't golf. Oh, she doesn't golf. that's not fair. You had insider information. This is good. This is good. So Aaron's my fourth. Okay. First, I'm going to go with Tara. Like you said, okay. hand-eye coordination. Just, you know. Tara's, Tara's getting mad love yeah. in this early answer. That's yeah. great. Put her on my team. Tara's first. <laughs> second. <laughs> You're going to put Allie or my second? Allie has goals. Like Allie has talked about golf. Right. But. So that mentality. Yeah. Mentality is there, but I can see Maya, like, I don't know, Maya. I'm just. Maya second. My, my, here's, and my hesitancy, and I'm with you, Sophia. My hesitancy is 
I'm worried that Maya might just be good at everything she does. Right. That's true. So just, I'm going to put Tara, Maya, Allie, Aaron. Yeah. Okay. Let's, we'll, we'll keep it. Yeah. I could honestly, somehow I could talk about those four playing golf for like 30 more minutes. We're going to have yeah. to move on. I did not think I'd be so interested in talking about this. We're, and I created the question and we're going to have to keep going. <laughs> we'll have to make them do it one day. And yeah. Right. It, that's, well, it actually sounds like a, pretty good equal time segment and by that i mean something i would be interested in doing it doesn't mean it's good but i would be interested in producing that segment for sure <laughs> next we'll go to basketball basketball is a two-part question i, I think you, we need to rank both horse so so not one-on-one -on -one, but horse so mm -hmm. just shooting and then also one-on-one -on -one. so we that i'm curious about those so rank the coaches in basketball, but in those, yeah. those are two very different categories. So I'm curious where you would rank those. Sophia, you can start on this one. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to start again, fourth to first. Okay, great. Let's get the harsh stuff done first. Great. I'm going to put Allie last. Okay. In, in which, in horse or one-on-one? -on -one? We're both. Both. <laughs> oh. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I would put, oh, I got to think about both. I'm just doing um horse right now. Okay. I'm going to put Allie last. Okay. Maya third. Okay. Aaron second. Okay. And Tara first. Mm. This is, and I, I will admit here, um, I did not look up whether any of these people played basketball. I so no I will, idea. I'll admit that. There are times where when I do a show, it's like a recruit comes in and they used to be a two-sport athlete or some random thing. There are times where that's the case. For all we know, like Aaron <laughs> literally played varsity basketball. Like I don't know. So this, oh, this is going to be great. The follow-up DMs I might get from this is great. So, <laughs> so that, that was horse. Do you have uh, a My 1v1, I'm going to put Maya first. Mm -hmm. I think her speed, mm -hmm. her athleticism, I think I'm just going to put her. She might right. follow out. She might follow out, yeah. Well, if it's if it's one on one, we might be playing uh, call your own fouls. Then it's a matter of pride, frankly. Yeah. Then, I'm like, going to put... Allie second. Okay. Mm. One on one. Because a lot of heart. Tennis, like, mm. I think she could. Is she, is she, and maybe she's just in good shape still. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even though I did raise. Although, her. although, frankly, your coaching staff, compared to almost any like full coaching staff, everyone is in really good shape. I like. Yes, there's I you have no like sixty year old dudes like mm -hmm. on your coaching staff. Like it's all like pretty badass women. I don't know. It's tough. Right. I'm going to go Aaron third. Okay. With the 1v1. Okay. I think when it comes with the street rules, mm -hmm. I could mm -hmm. put her first, but we'll put her third. We'll put her third. I, yeah, and Aaron. I'm going to put Tara fourth. Because mm, okay. I think, I don't know. I think I don't, I more I'll, I'll, like I'll, she has more defensive mindset instead of like a defensive be 1v1. But like, you got to get the points. So. But you also have to defend. Yeah, and but I'm just going to go with the attacking. Okay, threats. all right. See, this is where I, this is where I know why our answers are. This different. is it's the <laughs> it's the offense defense thing. So, Gabby, you go now. So, my shoot my horse is is similar, but mm -hmm. I'm putting I'm putting Allie last. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting. By the, way, by the way, we just need we just need to tell the audience you two are being so incredibly brave. <laughs> you you both. I'm going to. You deserve a a uh, a medal of courage, a medal of freedom. Whatever the medals are. No, I'm sorry, Ali. Being being very brave right now, and frankly, I'm also I'm also being really brave and even posing the question. So I also deserve a medal of courage. And so we just need to note that for the record. Keep going, Gabby. Yeah, third, I'm putting Aaron. Mm -hmm. I've seen her when we do some some drills and we're heading it back to her. I've seen the hand eye coordination. I think. You're worried. I think it's there, but I think, I think Maya under would pressure. be stronger. Yeah, so pressure. I think, yeah, yeah. So I'm putting Maya second. Yeah, mm. Tara first. Yeah, mm. ours is similar. Yeah. yeah, for the okay. for the one v ones though, I'm putting Aaron last. Okay. Mainly because I'm thinking, I'm thinking, nothing against it, but the others have some like some years, so they're a little bit yeah. more agile. <laughs> and sure. I think Aaron would be like, "This is ridiculous. Right? So I'm not right. putting her right. on the field." But the street rules. Right. He would be like up there maybe no i'm saying i don't think i think she wouldn't want to take part in it okay she's so, like she's she's above it 
Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. yeah she won. So she's yeah. she's not doing. She's like, I'm not playing Stewie roles with you guys. <laughs> she's so above it. That's why Aaron's fourth, third. She's like, I'm. Yeah, third. I'm putting. I'm putting Allie third. I think mm. she would be quick, but I. I think it would get a little physical. Right. right. And the the height issue would factor in one v ones. Um. Right. Second, I'm putting I'm putting Maya second. Oh. Wow. Because again, Tara has the better hand eye coordination, so she might be able to get a three or or some longer distance shots off. And I think she'd be really competitive. So Tara's first. Tara Tara is getting unbelievable amounts of love on this show, and I I've, I've covered I've covered Tara. I've seen her. She's a shot stopper. She's got the juice. I will say, with a keeper, and and other athletes like that. There is like a five percent chance that she literally like couldn't shoot the ball within four feet of the basket. There's a small chance that like again, I don't know. And I'm exactly we'll I'm take taking the odds. The odds. <laughs> I think with Tara, I'll take the odds. She, she, I mean, she also might be able to dunk. I find that hard to believe, but like she, you know, there's the extremes. There's the extremes. We will we will move on uh, to tennis, which I think is a also a very individual sport. Requires a lot of agility. Requires a lot of focus. A lot of um, mental dexterity. Are you playing for power? Oh, this playing- one is actually hard. I thought I knew it, and now no, I know. Yeah. Gab- I think I'm at number one. Gabby, we'll have we'll have you go first, Gabby. No, I think I'm putting Maya last. Okay. I think wow. it takes a little bit of like intense focus, and I think, like we said, she she's strong. I think she'd overswing yeah. and launch the ball. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I think maybe her reflexes to like defend. Right. I, I think I think I'm putting Maya last. Actually, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think hmm, this yeah. is where it gets interesting. Mm. I think for third. Hmm. I think I'm putting Tara third. Mm-hmm. Kind of for the same reason. I think. Mm-hmm. I think she might get a little too like right. excited and she's more of like a competitive physical yeah, more like she want to whack it. Yeah, and I think she might get get ahead of herself and start whacking it. Right. I think I'm putting Aaron second. Okay. Mainly just because I think matched up with with Allie, Allie might be a little bit quicker right now. Yeah, yeah. And I think okay. Allie would play some like cheeky like balls mm-hmm. to the like corners mm-hmm. and I think but I think Aaron's technique would be really yeah. good. Aaron would yeah. It would just yeah. be maybe the like the really fast and hard movements that that put Allie above. So, what do you think? That's solid. Mm. You go with the same. That's a solid list. You go with the same. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, I think I might I, go with the same. The only insider info, although it's not really insider because you both really should have been consuming every episode of my show, so it's not insider info. It is an element that viewers would know. So the moms know this is that Aaron is obsessed with, I think it's called platform tennis. Oh, and she's really into watching tennis. She loves tennis. Well, no, I forgot well, about that. Well, no, wait, They're wait, watching just because you watch. Yeah. Well, wait, well, wait, so platform tennis is not tennis. It's, like, I, I don't actually know what it is yet because I haven't played it with her yet, but she did at one point offer to play with me, which Aaron, I'm going to call in that offer, obviously. It's, I believe, based on context clues, it would be somewhere between tennis and pat and pickleball. Oh, so maybe a smaller court. So then that could that could add the element that we were saying. Right. Aaron's Aaron's oh, downfall. Yeah, it's a little bit smaller. Oh, it and is smaller. And and also this the same way an early choice towards Aaron, I said good political choice, Gabby. I'm also making a political choice. I know I need to know, I need Aaron to know that I'm repping her athleticism because that's the most important source for me. So I'm also gonna rep. I think Aaron would win at tennis, of course. And the last category for the coaches is um, the most dangerous for you two to choose. There is a last-minute injury, but also a last-minute NCAA rule change that allows a coach to play one game of NCAA Division I women's college soccer. You are allowed to choose one player to give you a 10 to 15 minute stint off the bench, Who, which coach would that be? And also where would you play them? And Sophia, I you Maya, Maya, yeah. Maya. I put where her right you? at center forward and I'd say, here's the go, ball. Run. Have fun. And you just and you just turn go for soccer into a chuck and run. Yep. Yeah. Just like let's see what happens. Yep. 
as, it, as, it, as it turns out, she might be able to score. She yeah, probably, probably will. will. Yeah. Well then, well then we, I mean, that's not very interesting. Who would your second choice be? I think then it depends on the position. Well, because here we would only need if like we lost our our goalie. Right. So let's. I would put Allie at the attacking mid. Attacking mid. Mm -hmm. Whoa. So Allie is showing right now. Maybe defensive. Defensive mid. Yeah. Just distribute the ball. Just. Not have to move around as much and Mm -hmm. cover as much distance. Attacking mid. Just, just based on this show alone, I'm going to tell people right now, breaking news, Allie is showing very high levels of ability in training. I'm just going to show this. Based only on your two answers, she shows out at training when I'm not there. Because you all are riding hard for Allie. <laughs> Great. This is, respect to Allie. Allie, guess what? The problem is, now you are going to have to do goofy equal time segments with mm-hmm. athleticism because you're getting repped yeah. hard. I can see her just running through yeah. the organ. And I was saying, if we if we could yeah. have Erin in her prime, she would be yeah, much more for contention. Right. But, well, but then you well, don't want Erin in her prime. because That's like, what I'm saying. Who doesn't? Well, they all. I, I, don't, I don't want Erin to get injured in me after explaining to her husband and kids why I threw right. her on the field. She's, you know, well, obviously in their, in their practice, yeah. they're, they're all, they're all complete ballers. Obviously. I, I don't think you can go wrong with, with choosing Maya, of course. Mm-hmm. Next one, next one has uh, even more stakes at play. We are going to challenge you on teammate, teammate athleticism. We, uh, for some reason, I think about basketball, apparently uh, Timberwolves opening night tonight, I guess uh, you have to pick a starting five for a basketball team. Out of the Gopher Soccer roster, you absolutely are allowed to pick yourselves. Who would your starting five be? Let me think for a second. And I I should say, you are playing other like-sized athletes. So it's not like you're playing – You, it's not like you know you're playing a team that has, like, Ray Lynn on it. You know, Mm -hmm. Ray Ray Lynn obviously would start on everyone's team. Unfortunately, he cannot be on these rosters. But we are going to pretend that you – you don't know that you're playing like a random seven footer. Let's pretend you are playing like heighted uh, athletes to your roster. Okay. I got mine. You have your four. Go. Go. Okay. Go. Yeah. So. go. Okay. Plash go. Okay. Meg Gray. Mm, obviously. I have Kenna. Okay. And I might go Sadie. Mm. Mm. Tip, tip of the spear, full court press, letter reach. Yeah, I might go Sadie. I might go Sadie. Yeah, maybe. Okay. okay. I play basketball. This is what I'm thinking. Basketball? Mine's a little different. Or what Millie. Oh, that's Millie. <laughs> I need Millie on my team. Right. Yeah. Okay, Millie. So Gabby, Plashko, Meg, Kenna, and Millie. Sorry. Because Mil- Millie actually played basketball, right? Did she? Or no? Her, her dad played basketball. Yeah, she she played basketball. Is he too? Is, is he? Oh, you're doing both. Well, they, I mean, they have it in the blood. Right. Millie's mm-hmm. tall. Yeah. Yeah. G- Gabby, what do you think? I think mine is me. <laughs> me. Me. <laughs> me. Plashko. Mm-hmm. Millie. Donnie. Okay. Yeah. And Ooh. then my last one would be. Uh, hmm. Mm. No, I think you would get too excited. No, I think I think my fifth. I think my fifth would be Sadie. Okay. Huh. Sadie, I, Sadie is just everyone's people's champion. It's just the grit, the the hustle. The yes. the, yeah. Gabby, Gabby, are you just a supremely confident person, or did you actually play basketball? I played for one year. I played, but but I feel very confident in my defensive yeah. abilities on oh. the court, and then I'll. <laughs> I'll give it, I'll dish it off to other people offensively. I'll let Millie be our side. I I think I do need to go back. I think I made Kenna and Meg Gray answer this question a year ago. I need to go back and see if there's any overlap because there are certain players who have actually played basketball. I'm confused, for example, that you both picked Plashko because my experience with hockey players is that they are not good basketball players, but maybe maybe she just has the talent. 
I just think, yeah. I think she'd just be a bulldog on the court. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, well, that's, that is not in question. She absolutely would. It's more the mentality than I think the skill set. Right. Got it. See, you would just play, you would be playing like Big Ten basketball, like no shooters. Yeah. Grind it out. All right. Mm -hmm. Next, next one is um, a little more uh, closely associated with, um, with soccer and a little more of a giveaway because some of these some of these people have done these things pick a four by 400 meter relay team meg gray gabby who is your second one donnie meg gabby gabby Mm -hmm. elena Mm. Mm. well i'm gonna choose Fiona because she she did track and she ran that. So I'm gonna choose Fee as my yep. first one. Yeah. Yep. I think I'm gonna do 400s a long race though. So I'm saying it's a, it's a, yep. I think I'll do Fee. Mm. I might change mine. Okay. Fee. It's in stone. Elizabeth. Oh. I think Elizabeth for the 400. Whoa. Um, Krista. Yeah. Yeah. And then I might choose myself. Yeah. Because I don't know who to do for the four. Because I'm, I'm stuck on like five people. The, I think it's about 400. I, I was thinking about one lap. Well, the the four by four, four is one lap. Isn't that one lap? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Then I keep my answer. I was yeah. thinking maybe I, I, I will say. I, I will say the only thing I've heard about the freshmen is that like every single one of them were track stars or whatever. So I, I think Fee, Fee doesn't hurt. I think, you know, Alma and Barge are going to be super mad at you, which is great because it's going to create drama. So that's yeah, good. I don't, that's such a hard one. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't the four minutes hard because you don't see any of us run four. Yeah. Only, I also don't have the whole roster in front of me right now. So. And it's only and it's only four people. People are going to be mad. But I do like that I'm creating drama. This is important. And the, the next one is uh, whole team. Somehow there's a track where there's this many lanes. Whole team does a 100 meter race. Uh, who do you pick? 100 meters? 100 meter. 100 yard, whatever, 100 meter. It's just the straight way. <laughs> yep. I know, but I think either you. Mm. Elena's fast. Elena's fast. Fee mm-hmm. is fast. So it's kind of fast. Kenna can just. Meg. I can't pick one. This one's hard. Meg, I think I'm going to choose Fee because I think she has the. Like she might just have the technique, right? Like low. Yeah, but I think if maybe we all trained the technique, maybe not. Right. But I think she's. She has that. She's like that. Yeah, yeah, she's got that that really good. Yeah. Mm. I'm just gonna say Fee because that's an easy answer. She's the track star. Yeah, that's a good answer. That's good. I will say when I had Elena on the show, I, I I did say to Elena on on the record in front of all of the moms that I, over her five-year career, there's probably no single player that I've discounted their athleticism more than Elena. Cause very regularly I would say things like, Oh, back line, like maybe needs a little more quickness, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then someone with the team would be like, Elena is literally the fastest player on the team. And they would just, they would just dunk on me. And so that was outwardly uh, acknowledged for the whole world of, of moms to see that I had made that mistake. And Elena got to hear it directly. It was a very big moment, obviously big moment in her life to hear that. So uh, lastly, this is a little bit of an open, open court. Cause I've, I've thrown a lot of crap at both of you. Is there, is there anyone either yourselves in athletic skill or other people on the team who have demonstrated a very specific athletic sporting skill. Cause I've seen volleyball night. I've seen all these posts. I've seen so many posts about you all just like showing out as athletes is so to either of you or both of you, is there any athletic skill I have not let you brag about for yourself or another teammates athletic skill that just needs to be mentioned other than like, (laughs) other than like Plashko being like a stud goalie in, in hockey as well or whatever, like that's known at this point. But, yeah, I have you say yours and then I'll say mine. Yeah. I, I golf. You do golf. <laughs> she did yeah. she did like nine holes by herself. Yeah, I golf. So if we're gonna golf now. It's <laughs> gonna be an equal time feature. We're gonna do a boring golf thing. I really, I really like golf. I'm not the greatest, but I, I enjoy it. I like it. It'll be great. Okay. Get get, get then, Mine is maybe not a specific sport, but mm-hmm. Bowman. 
handstand walking. You think you this is made for the internet. This is this is like made. That's all. For... I'm, that's all I'm going to leave it as. Handstand walking. <laughs> wow, yes. Bowman. Sorry, they came on. They gave away your secret. Now I know this is going to have to be on the internet. 50 or like 40 yards. Far. She went far. She trained. This is, of course, Bowman would train a skill like that. She mm -hmm. is a she is a Terminator, of course. I loved SJ had a great Insta story where it was bow and row for for you two yeah. for the sofs for all mm -hmm. of the sophias in the world well mm -hmm. obviously i think the the bullshit questions at the end alone went like 30 minutes you both have committed a lot of time to this show yeah. absolute saints <laughs> for those who have tuned in who will tune in thursday morning gophers play they host purdue at elizabeth Lowrabi stadium they are hot they got a tie against a top-ranked team in Rutgers. They beat Maryland on the road. Any road win in the Big Ten is huge. They are in position to keep these battles going and to claim Big Ten tournament status. Gabby Cesaroni, Sophia Romine, two hugely impactful transfers for Gopher Soccer. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much. Thank fun. you.